Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi guys, and welcome back to Couch Talks. This is Kat here, and I am the host of You Need Therapy, which is what you're listening to. And then Couch Talks is a special episode that I do every Wednesday where I answer some questions that you guys send in to me. And you can send questions in if you have a question to Catherine at You Need Therapy Podcast.com, and hopefully one day I will answer it. And with that, I do want to, again, always say that this is not therapy, even though I'm answering some of y'all's questions. I'm just answering some questions. And a lot of times I don't even give a full answer. I just ask questions back to you. But I don't want you to confuse this podcast with actual therapy because, you know, I can't be your therapist over a podcast. That'd be cool, though, but not possible. So I'm going to get straight into it because the questions this week are so good. And actually, one of them... (laughs) It's not a question from you. It's kind of a combination of conversations I've been having with clients, conversations I've been having in my head as I scroll social media, and some DMs I've been getting from some of y'all asking questions about what I thought about certain body image things. So it's not really like a question, but I just want to address something. I want to address the attempt at normalizing different body types in posts recently on TikTok and Instagram and really any social media outlet and if it's helpful or hurtful. So basically, like I said, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this and and been writing down my thoughts and having conversations. And it all started with this trend. This is what kickstarted it for me. But there's this trend on TikTok where there's this audio that says bodies that look like this also look like this. Bodies that look like this also look like this. And it has somebody who is posing and and showing off an, an attempt at an in quote ideal body or ideal body in our culture. And then the other pose is like them relaxed or sitting down or bent over where you can see, again, I'm doing quotation marks with my, my hands, but in quotes, imperfections in their bodies, like a back roll or cellulite or a stomach roll or like just anything that doesn't look again in quotes perfect or ideal 
so this has taken off and then also this has been going on for a while and like I've posted stuff like this so you guys are with me as I'm learning and changing my opinions myself which I believe is important for us to do as we can change our opinions as we learn more and grow more then there's also these pictures where people will post like a picture of them posed again and in what looks like an ideal body and then the next picture will be them sitting more relaxed where it's the same thing it's just a static picture and not a video okay first of all I want to say I believe that these posts and videos have been put out into the world with like the best intentions and I do appreciate them for that reason and I don't think anybody who's trying to in quotes normalize all bodies and shapes is doing any of this stuff in attempt to hurt others. I think a lot of times we don't know what the best thing is until we do something and we see really what happens with it. So it's good intentions and again so this is a learning opportunity and a growth opportunity. I want to invite a lot of grace into this conversation I'm having because again I'm changing my opinion as we speak and I do don't want this to feel like I'm calling people out or encouraging any kind of cancel culture, which we will get into later today, um, because I don't think that's helpful. And we can only learn that what we're doing is harmful or not helpful by things like this, like really sitting down and what is the message that we're meaning to send? Okay. So like I said, in the past, I've actually really found that these have been helpful. And like I said, I've posted things like this before, like probably kind of even recently. And I've reposted other people's stuff and I've liked other people's stuff. And the idea in my head was that, wow, we are putting it out there finally that these people that we're all aspiring to look like don't really look like that. And we are normalizing bodies and how they look in general rather than how we want or wish them to look. I believe that the message that is being sent in that sentiment is we should allow ourselves to love our bodies with their in quotes imperfections, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So in the past couple of weeks, I've been really challenging myself in this, especially after a client of mine brought it up and showed me a video where Lizzo was kind of doing that bodies that look like this also look like this bodies that look like this also look like this. And she was just like standing there with her body. <laughs> You know, and that really made a statement to me. And the reality is these videos actually perpetuate the idea that there is an ideal body that we're striving for. And it further pushes the narrative that there is an idea of a good body and a bad body. And y'all, this is everything, at least in my pursuit in the body image movement, that I am trying to fight against. I'm trying to fight against the fact that some bodies are good and some bodies are bad. I'm trying to fight against the idea that there is one ideal body that we should be striving for. I'm trying to fight against the idea that there's a perfect body and an imperfect body. That is what we're trying to strive against. And this pushes that. So I also saw a video where somebody said, this really hit me. Someone said that people in smaller bodies are, are basically preaching acceptance, right? So when the, somebody in a smaller body who's posting one of these videos or pictures, they're preaching the idea of acceptance, body acceptance, which is like, right? That sounds fine. You're like, wait, what's wrong with that? Well, hold up. The people in larger bodies, right? They are looking for liberation, right? They're looking for freedom, not just acceptance. Oh my God, right? Like, wow, I would rather have that. 
So smaller bodied humans have this ability to oscillate between the ideal body and an imperfect body that I want you guys to know is a luxury. And even if you don't consider yourself to be in quote skinny or have the in quotes perfect body, you still may be benefiting from what is called thin privilege. Think about that because think about the fact that some people, people in larger bodies can't make their bodies look ideal even when they're using angles and filters and this and putting their leg up this way and and moving their hip this way and all of that. So that's where this push to get rid of the idea that there's an ideal body altogether comes from. Because where you're somebody in a, I'm saying you, but I don't know what you look like. Somebody who is in a thin body or a smaller body who is posting these things, they are going back and forth between oh, look, this is what we're aspiring for, ideal body. Oh, look, I can make myself look like that, like not the ideal body. That's a luxury that you have. Not everybody can do that. And so that's one of the things that I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't very helpful. Because if you're somebody in a larger body, I would, I'm watching that video and I'm like, well, I can't do that, right? So what does that say about me? Because my body just looks like this, which is why I love Lizzo's video so much. I also want to add that it's also okay to be somewhat insecure about your body. And I hear and see a lot of people waiting to find freedom in their body until they love everything about it. And the reality is that's not possible for a lot of people. And I'm not even there. And this is literally what I do for my job. Like I specialize in body image and eating disorders. If I waited to find freedom in my body until I loved every single thing about it, uh, I would just never get there. (laughs) So I want you guys to know that it's okay not to be 100% in love with every aspect of your body, you can still find freedom in it. And and how we find freedom is in it is moving away from acceptance and into this idea that what your body looks like doesn't actually really matter. We're not trying to learn, oh, it's okay that you look like that because look, I can look like that too. It's that it actually, it's okay that you look like that because what your body looks like doesn't actually matter. But these videos perpetuate that it matters. I actually asked y'all on Instagram what you thought about these videos and you were very much on the side that it's not very helpful. Some people did say, I, I appreciate the fact that they are trying to show us that what we're looking to strive for, like, isn't even always real all the time. So you guys thought that was cool. However, overwhelming, you guys thought that these were not helpful and you want to get rid of them. <laughs> Some of the issues that were brought up is that they are usually made by one type of body right? Somebody in a smaller body. It 100% encourages comparison. Oh, this was good. Somebody said they honestly can feel like a weird thin privileged person flex, which I totally gravitate to as well, because sometimes it almost feels like somebody's like, oh, look, when I bend over, I have a roll in my stomach. In my head, I'm like, that's just your skin, first of all. And it just comes off a little bit. It's off-putting a little bit. And then what happens with that is a lot of people may think, wow, I don't even look as, in quotes, good as her when I'm doing the posing. So now I feel like crap. And really, the point I'm trying to make overall here is that people with thin privilege just also should not be doing this, okay? It's really just not helpful. And this I'm saying with like love and gratitude for people even wanting to try to make a difference. Yes, we need all bodies in this movement, a hundred percent. We need all bodies in this movement. But I don't think this is the way to go. What I would like to see more of is videos and posts about what's more valuable and what's more important about our bodies and their shape and giving more attention to that idea. Or 
I mean, imagine a world where we just posted that in quotes, imperfect picture without making a comment about the fact that you're doing that to get rid of the idea that it's an imperfect picture. Cause it's not like your all bodies are good bodies. And I will preach that until the day I die and probably even after. So what would happen? Literally what would happen to the thin ideal in the culturally ideal body, what would happen if we just started posting pictures of our bodies looking however they look and not talking about it, right? I literally cannot wait until we don't have to explain like a roll or cellulite or whatever happens to our bodies when we bend over because it just is there. Just like we don't have to explain that smile in that picture or this or that. Like, it's just something we don't have to explain. It just becomes part of who we are. That is really what I'm looking forward to. And I think the way that might be helpful, and I'm open to ideas, guys. I'm really open to ideas of what's helpful for you guys, but I know what's not helpful. And I really think that the way to go right now is like creating the idea and then creating actions around the idea that there is not an ideal body and all bodies are good bodies. So I don't have to explain this versus that. And I don't glorify this versus that. So again, I say that with all the love and I say that coming from a place of this is where we get to grow and this is where we get to um, learn and hear people out. And this is where we get to have conversations where we can express ourselves and we can express maybe even when we've been hurt by the actions of others without berating somebody or calling them names or writing hateful comments on their posts. If you see something like this and you really want somebody to understand this idea that we're talking about now, it's going to be way more helpful for you to come to them with kindness than to come to them with hate and, and anger, not even anger, rage. Cause you know, I like anger and anger doesn't look like you yelling at somebody all the time, right? It just can look like passion. So what I'm saying in that is be kind to people. When you see this stuff, you don't have to like, you know, go troll them on the internet. You can just explain to them what this might cause. So then we can learn because we all just need to learn so we can continue. To, I'm just babbling now, but you know what I'm saying? So there's that. And uh, I think it's time we get into the next question. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. 
Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, second question. I know from past reviews and feedback some of you guys in quotes hate when I talk about politics and when y'all say that I think that some of you mean that you hate when I talk about race and racial injustice so before we get into this next question I would like to say if that is you this is just a kind cue to listen at your own risk and I would say to turn it off and listen to something else, but I also don't want you to do that. I would actually love if you would listen to what I'm about to talk about because I think this conversation has value and I would love more of us to keep an open heart and an open ear when it comes to this stuff rather than just, you know, rolling our eyes and, and wanting everything to be light and fun because not everything is light and fun, sadly. And man, this is a little heated episode of Couch Talks. So, okay, here's the question that I got. My Couch Talk question has to do with cancel culture. In the recent months, two of my favorite things, The Bachelor franchise and country music, have come under fire for racially insensitive comments. My question is, how do you deal with being a fan of The Bachelor and country music, but also support the fight against racial injustice? I feel guilt and shame for being a fan of these things. I also don't believe in cancel culture, but I do believe in the consequences for actions. Do you have any tips to deal with guilt or shame that surround this topic? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm one so grateful for this question, partly because I dealt with a lot of people trying to cancel me last week (laughs) and I have so many thoughts. One thought is that cancel culture freaking sucks. Now, my initial thought to this kind of question has always been that I believe that in order to create a more loving, caring, and understanding environment and culture that canceling people when they make a mistake is not cool and not helpful. Now, one way I help myself not go hard on the judgment is working on something called assuming good intent. And a friend recently explained that to me this way. She said, have you ever seen somebody who has run a red light? I said, yes. And then she said, well, what did you think? And I was like, well, usually I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck are they doing? And it's probably something unkind. And I assume that they're just being dumb and not paying attention and being just like careless. And then she said, well, have you ever run a red light? And I was like, yes. And she was like, well, why did you do that? And it's like, oh, that's so true that I've, it's an accident. And then I feel horrible after. And so what if I assumed good intent with the other people that are doing that too? And so that's just a little like metaphor to explain that. And Again, that's how I normally would answer this kind of question is just be like, cancel culture sucks and talk about why I think it sucks. (laughs) 
However, I'm in the business of learning things. So I had a conversation with one of my friends who is black and had a different perspective on all things racial injustice because I just wanted to know where my bias were coming out and where they were coming in and getting in the way of me really understanding this kind of thing. And again, I find these conversations so necessary to continue to have. So I've compiled a few of my new thoughts and you guys can do with them what you will. Disclaimer also, I think that cancel culture actually may have a time and a place. Like let's cancel racism, right? I don't I don't think that that's helpful and I would love for it to just like poof, go away. But then look at all the things we would have to do in order to really cancel racism. That's why it seems really petty and cruel sometimes when it comes to cancel culture because the system that is set up the things we're really trying to get rid of. And the system is comprised of a lot of smaller things. So I'm not black and white here. I'm not all good, all bad. I'm saying I think it might have a time and place. And so let's walk through that. So the cancel culture idea is that it tears down a system and forces you to start to pay attention. And what I mean here is that people have been quiet and kind and peaceful and easygoing on racial injustice for years, and nobody's listened or paid attention. So cancel culture's idea is to tear down that system, not an individual person. Okay. Now it's radical and it's extreme because not being radical and extreme hasn't ever worked. So I don't want you to get caught up in canceling. We're canceling a person, a single show, uh, this. We're trying to cancel this system that supports the thing that is doing the thing right? And that'll make more sense as we go on. Because I got really caught up with this bachelor stuff of like, oh, that girl, like we're being so hard on this girl. And it's like, it's not about her. It's about the system. So the next point, I don't like name calling. And I think that when it comes to this stuff, we're doing a lot of that, right? And the truth is you can do something that is racist without being a racist. And that's the difference between guilt and shame, right? So guilt says I did something bad versus shame says I am bad. Guilt is really helpful. Guilt says, hey, what you did is is really unkind and it supports racism and racial injustice and let me tell you why. And then you can do better, right? Versus screaming at somebody and telling them that they're a racist and they suck and you're never allowed to speak or live life again, right? So that's not helpful in, in that regard. So I do want there to be room that where we can make mistakes and not one thing doesn't now cause us to be gone forever, right? And we can never do anything to be in the good grace of humanity. Okay. So the other part of this conversation that I was having with my friend is I expressed that I have been very anxious and careful about the things that I've been saying recently when it comes more to the body image and the body positivity versus body neutrality versus body confidence movement, because the things are always changing. And I'm afraid that I'm going to say something that has been shifted and I'm not in quotes woke enough and I'm not up to speed. And so then I get in trouble or I get yelled at. And then I'm a horrible person when I had these good intents. Right. And the thing is, I don't always say the popular opinion. And so because of that, there's a lot of opportunity to be canceled for making a mistake because I'm, I'm trying to, to kind of not be a trailblazer. I wouldn't say that, but like I'm trying to not go along with the status quo and a lot of stuff. So like I said, I've t- I thought about the bachelor situation and what I would have done. And if I would have gone to that party due to my lack of understanding and willingness to listen, and I honestly don't know what I would have done. I, I really don't know. And I think there's a part of me that said I probably would have gone to that party not knowing what I was doing. Because what I do know is that things have had to be kind of loud for me finally to take some of this stuff seriously. And that right there is part of the problem. So what I know is that 
I think the Bachelor, I keep talking about Bachelor rather than country music. And I don't know why. I'm not not a fan of country music. It's just not my go-to, which I'm not a fan of The Bachelor either. And, and the show and the concept of the show has always kind of grossed me out when you really think about it. So what I want you to think about really when you're, you're asking the question, how do I support racial injustice and also enjoy these things that I enjoy? You might think of it differently when you think about the system that has set up The Bachelor and the system behind country music more than just country music. This I want to listen to the song I like versus I want to watch the show I like. Because something that my friend said that was really eye-opening to me was basically you can't get canceled for sincerity. And I keep going back to that sentence as I'm thinking about what would I have done or putting myself in their shoes. And then I, I'm like, okay, you can't get canceled for sincerity. So, if, or when I start thinking about the things that I might be doing wrong or, or my fear of getting called out for things, it's like, okay, you can't truly get canceled for sincerity. And I think that sentence goes a long way. It brings me to the last thing, which I kind of already says is my encouragement to you when it comes to how do I deal with guilt and shame that surrounds this topic is study the systems that are in place that allow the things to be in place, right? So study the systems that are in place that allow the racial injustice to be in place. And then I wonder if you would have an easier time making a decision on what to do that feels and sits better with you. Because like I said, I don't believe in canceling a person. Usually when it comes to a person, there's something behind that person. There's a system behind that person. And you know, I have the initial knee jerk reaction to like, be like, cancel that thing when I see a mistake that's really um, jarring. And like I said, I think that cancel culture has a time and a place, but I think the time and a place has to do with canceling systems and not individual people. This is a long winded thing. And I don't know that I really answered the question, but I hope I did. (laughs) So all in that to say, I think this is going to be a a really personal thing for you. And I don't think anything I say is just going to make up your mind. But my encouragement, again, is to really study what's really going on. And then you can make the decision, can I do both? Sometimes it's going to be no. And then you're going to have to deal with some of the grief in that, right? So there's grief in that. And that's okay. I know for me, I would rather move through some grief than ignore my guilt because guilt usually comes on when we're doing something that's saying, hey, 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 this doesn't sit with you. This doesn't make sense with your moral compass and your values. So maybe have some conversations, like take some of this stuff and have some conversations about it. I'm okay with not being 100% right all the time. Some of the stuff I might've said throughout this whole Couch Talks episode might not be quote unquote right all the time. And so I'm open to hearing feedback and opinions and other, other people. And I think that's my hope for a lot of these kinds of conversations is that we're not just out here preaching to each other. We're out here talking and listening. And this conversation that I had with my friend wasn't him being like, you're dumb, you're wrong. This is right. You should feel bad about yourself. It was, let's have a conversation and dig deeper into why you think that or why those emotions are coming up. And this is my point of view. Now do with that what you will. So my encouragement, I guess at the end of the day, have a conversation. All right. So that is Couch Talks, maybe one of the longest episodes I've done. I hope it was helpful to you guys in some ways. And I will be talking to you again on Monday. If you don't follow me at cat.defada on Instagram and at you need therapy podcast and have the day you need to have. Bye guys. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 